Welcome to the next message from Encounter Church. For more information about our church, visit us online at EncounterPGH.com. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the message. Uh, but I have just a what I, uh, brief uh, message, a devotional for you this morning that I just wanted to share something with you. I'm entitling it Gratitude and Peace. Um, a Thanksgiving devotional. And it's so good to see so many people here today. You know, this week is Thanksgiving, and uh, I, I look forward to it. My family, um, we actually celebrate with my wife's family uh, every year for Thanksgiving, and we take a road trip, and um, we have just a great time. And I love food, so I get to eat all sorts of foods, and I love pie, and there's just all sorts of great things that happen at Thanksgiving. And I hope that your Thanksgiving and your holidays are, um, are going to be wonderful as well. And, you know, for me... I, I love the holiday season, particularly, you know, this week has been great because now, uh, what, just the other day it was 70 degrees and it drove me nuts because there was Christmas music playing and it did not feel like Christmas at all. Heather had started to decorate our house because we're leaving for Thanksgiving this week and then when we get back, we want the house to look like Christmas. That's kind of the idea in our house, but it was frustrating me. And then, and then finally, like yesterday, the weather kicks in. Uh, I was hearing Christmas music. It was cold outside. And there's, you know, there's Christmas music on the radios. And then it snowed last night. And it was just great. And I feel like, you know, I'm ready to get into the holiday spirit. And with Thanksgiving coming this week, I started thinking about what I was going to say this week to you guys and what I felt like God had put on my heart. And I think the thing that I wanted to say was that if you're like me, you might like the holiday season. You might enjoy Thanksgiving and Christmas. And every year you approach the holidays with a thought that I'm, I'm going to enjoy it this year. I'm going to take a step back. I'm going to make sure I relax more. I'm going to watch some Christmas movies this year. All the things that I want to do, I'm going to just take time and really soak up the holiday season. This is what happens to me every single year. I approach the season feeling like I, this year's the year where I'm going to just really enjoy it. But what ends up happening is that by the time December 26th rolls around, or maybe after January 2nd, I, I then kind of take stock. I'm like, where did the holiday go? Where did Christmas go? Where did Thanksgiving go? And I actually look back and I feel like a lot of the time I was actually filled with stress, filled with anxiety, right? Maybe anybody in the room might, might understand what I'm talking about or identify with that, that. As much as you want the holiday season to be exciting and this wonderfully relaxing and uh, magical time for you and your family, perhaps you do understand or you feel that you feel uh, more stress and anxiety that comes with it for a variety of reasons. I thought of like finances. You know, oftentimes because of the holidays, you're buying extra food for family members and travel expenses and, and the electric bills and heating bills tend to go up during the winter time. So money becomes a stressor in the fall. Things like busy schedules because of the holiday season most of the time, we're actually going to more events. There's Christmas pageants and church services and then family dinners and Christmas parties and office parties and all sorts of things, right? We find ourselves being busier in the holidays with events in our schedules than we would normally. And even things like family interactions, which sounds sad that you'd have to say this, but family can stress you out, right? When you get into a room with all the people that you know and love and some of them that you maybe love but you don't like, and you get into that space and there's all sorts of drama and family expectations that come with it, I think it's pretty easy to, to understand why the holiday season can actually be pretty stressful for us. It can actually invoke anxiety. Maybe for some of us as parents trying to buy Christmas presents for our kids, 
You're thinking, I don't, I don't even know where I'm going to get the money to pay for these presents or how I'm going to take a trip to this place or that place. Or perhaps it's not even Christmas is even on your mind. You're thinking about the bills that you have to pay and, and providing a roof over your house and your, over your family. I understand that, that it can cause us stress. Now, how many of you, if I would ask you this question, how many of you would like more peace in your life? Let me see your hand. I'd like to be more peaceful. I'd like to have more peace in my life. I think most people would say that. What, at the, uh, the Christmas pageants, I'm not Christmas pageants, the, um, what is it called? Those uh, beauty pageants. When they, they ask them, you know, what is one thing that you could provide the world? And the answer almost always is world peace, right? Everybody understands that peace is something that's wonderful, but it's so hard to come by. But I would say to you that if you want peace, there is a secret that you and I have got to discover. And it's not really a secret. It's just that most people don't know about it because they're not reading their Bibles. But there is a passage in Scripture that I've come across that really has encouraged me. And I want to read it to you today and just kind of pull out a couple quick um, observations for it that I think we can apply to our lives. And I think, excuse me, that it starts with this Thanksgiving holiday and understanding that. Would you turn with me to Philippians chapter 4? verses 6 and 7. Philippians chapter 4, if you have your Bibles, or it'll be on the screen as well. It says this, verse 6 says, do not be anxious about anything. Pause. How the heck am I supposed to do that? With the world that we live in, with the election that just happened and all of that we see going on around us, with, with the wars that are happening, with terrorism, with my bills the way that they are, with our economy being the way that they are, how is anyone supposed to not be anxious? And instead it says, but in every situation, every situation, whether it's good or bad, by prayer and petition with what? Thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And then verse 7, here's the secret. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. See, we all want peace, but it can be very hard to come by. And I think the secret is, is that we don't have gratitude in our hearts. Because the Bible tells us that when you have gratitude, when you're grateful, that peace comes through that space. What is gratitude? How, how, how would you define gratitude? This is kind of as I was thinking this week. There's a variety of things, but I think in this context of this passage, what does it mean to give thanksgiving? I think it means this, that it is a contentment in your heart that God is enough and trusting in his provision. That's that's the gratitude that we're talking about here. That's this space of, of that my situation is rough. Whatever is going on, the, the holiday party that I have to go to that I'm stressed out about, the bills that I have to pay, maybe the weather is a downer for somebody, whatever the situation is, contentment, according to this scripture, is the idea that, that everything that I put my hope in, everything that I put my trust in, comes from God. That what he provides me is enough. And I'm trusting in his provision to give me what appears to be lacking. So from that perspective, it says, don't be anxious about anything. Don't be anxious about your bills. Don't be anxious about your car needing repaired. Don't be anxious about that relationship issue that you're struggling with. Don't be anxious about your job. Don't be anxious about the nation's election results. Don't be anxious about whatever is happening in your life. But in every situation, all of those that I just mentioned and the more that I can't even think of, and the ones that are deep in your heart, the ones that are hiding in your heart, you won't tell anybody. Whatever it is you're anxious about, it says don't be anxious. Instead, in that situation, 
with prayer and petition with thanksgiving, take it to God, right? So what it's saying there is that when you come to God from the space of, God, what are you going to do? Like, you're not going to feel any better. But what instead, when you come to him saying, God, this situation is stressing me out, but I know that you're enough. I know that you're going to take care of this. I have seen you take care of me before. I have seen your faithfulness in the past. I have seen you do supernatural things in my life, but I've also seen you use normal, everyday people who have provided and helped me and come alongside of me. I have seen your faithfulness. And from that place of faithfulness, I give you thanks. I give you gratitude. I am content with what I have right now, bringing my request to you in thanksgiving, in understanding you're enough, and that I'm trusting you with provision, with my provision. When you come to him from that place, that's not a freaked out place, it's not a panicked place, but you come to God saying, hey, it's like my kids. Dad, I need lunch money for, for next week. Okay. But they're not panicked about it because they know I'm going to take care of them. They know it. And that's the way we need to come to God. Not in a panicked state, God, what are you doing? But in a sense of, hey, Dad, this, this thing over here that's, that's come up, can you help me? I know that you will. I trust you. And it's not even about your words. It's about your heart. Approaching him with the thanksgiving, with the grateful contentment heart. And what it says when it does that, when we come to him in that space, present your request to God from that space, from the place of gratitude, what happens is, it says this in verse 7, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your mind in Christ Jesus. I love that. The peace of God that transcends all understanding. What does that mean? That means that whatever's going on in your circumstances, you'll feel at peace about it regardless. And people will look at you and they'll be like, how are you so calm in the middle of all of this? That's the peace of God that transcends all understanding. God promises from his word, and I believe it is true, that when you come to him with a spirit of gratitude, that contentment that he is enough, when you come to him with that gratitude, that trusting for his provision, when you come to him from that place, the Bible promises that the peace of God will come over you. God, I can't fix my car. I don't have the money for it. I don't know how I'm going to get Christmas uh, presents for my kids. I don't know how I'm going to fix this job situation. My marriage is in shambles. These things, my kids, my problems, all of these things in the world, I don't know how to fix them, but I know that you do. And I trust you. I walk in you and your presence. You're enough for me, and I'm trusting you for every day. What happens when we come to him in that place is that a peace, the Holy Spirit comes over us, and somehow supernaturally, I can't tell you A plus B equals C, but somehow the Bible tells us right here that when we come in that authentic place in gratitude, that peace washes over us. And it doesn't matter what's going on. It doesn't matter how bad things appear, that you will have a peace in your life. You know, I I thought about this, and I don't want to get like crazy heavy here, but I thought about those Christians who were... uh, who were killed by ISIS on the, the, the shores of the beach. I don't know if you're familiar. You've seen maybe the passages, uh, the articles and videos of that like months and months ago. And there was video of them, and they were about to, you know, I don't want to get graphic. There's kids in here. They were about to lose their lives painfully. And, um, but they were all in peace. And you know what they were doing? They were worshiping. They were singing hymns of praise to Jesus in that space. And I've thought about that. How could that be? Because I feel like I'd be terrified. 
I feel like in that moment where I'm about to lose my life, I'm thinking about my kids. I'm thinking about my wife. I'm thinking about my church. I'm thinking about all the things I didn't get to do. I'm thinking all of those things, right? That's what I feel like, but they weren't. Instead, they're giving all glory and praise to Jesus. There was just something. There was a peace about them. And I think the secret is here. They were grateful for what God had given them. Their focus wasn't on all of this stuff. There was nothing they could do about their circumstance. Not a single thing to change their moment where they were at. But they had a peace that passed all the mind's understanding. Why? It came because this word is true. Because they came to him with gratitude with a heart of contentment that whatever happens, God is in control, that he will provide in one way or another, that he will take care of me, he will take care of my family. And that washes a peace completely over them that says it doesn't matter what's happening. And so I think about, as we close today, I think about our, I think about our holidays. I think about, this is really a lot more than just the holidays. Thanksgiving is a day where we can start that, right? It's a day, a holiday, literally designed to stop and be thankful for what we have. And that's a perfect time to begin this, okay? So now we're entering into the Thanksgiving week. If you want peace in your life, then start being grateful more often. I wrote this down. I wrote this down this week. I said, That if for us to become, if we want lasting peace, we have to become grateful people. If we want lasting peace, peace that's beyond one day, you know, like how many of you have ever had, like you had a great day with your kids and then the very next day things seem like all hell is broken loose and things have all screwed up again. Like, you know, and then you're like, where did that go? And I can tell you though, and a secret that I have learned in my life is that the more grateful I am for what God has done and how he's provided for me, the more I live my life out of that gratitude, the more I realize God's peace lives in me every day. And then it doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't matter anymore what happens, all the things that we go through in life. I I face them with a, okay, that's just one more thing God has to take care of. And then he does. And it's just such such, such a lighter life to live. We don't have to live with anxiety anymore, the stress, the, 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 the pressure on our lives, how to fix things. Yeah, we do our part. We do what we need to do. But we trust that God is enough and that he will be our provider. And that, from that space of gratitude that God is the one who gives us everything brings us a peace that cannot be bought, that cannot happen even in the best of family times at Christmas or Thanksgiving. That's the peace that comes when you're sitting in a prison cell When you're all by yourself, the Apostle Paul is just talking about how and singing songs of worship to Jesus in a prison cell. Why? Because he was grateful for what God had given him. And if we can become people of gratitude, then we will become people of peace. That's my my thoughts for the day. Um, I just want to say happy Thanksgiving to all of you. Let's uh, let's pray, and then we're going to eat some delicious food. Father, thank you so much that you love us. Thank you that you have promised us peace, that it is available for us. We live in a crazy, messed up world that has all sorts of things that are the opposite of peace. Instead, though, you give us a doorway, a very clear path to being peaceful individuals, to having peace in the middle of all of the things that are frustrating and difficult. Thank you for that. God, I pray that you would help every single person in this room to be grateful. I pray that you would supernaturally give them ability to remember the things that they have forgotten, the things that you have promised them, the things that you have given them. I pray that you would catalog every single uh, moment that you have shown up in their lives, the smallest ways and in the biggest ways, that maybe they would even write it down 
and they would have it as evidence and proof of your faithfulness over the years. And God, I pray that you would use that to, to birth a spirit of gratitude in our hearts and that we would take that forward, that God, we would come to you as, a, as children who know that their father cares and then we would say to you, I'm thankful for what you've given me and I'm just asking you to fix this one like you have done everything else. And God, from that space, pour out your peace on our lives. We ask that you would take care of our marriages, that you would fix our finances, that you would help us in our jobs and our schooling and all those other things. But God, from a place of peace, we love you. Thank you for what you're doing in our hearts and in our lives. Bless this food. Help us to have a good time connecting with each other. Thank you for what you're doing in this church. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. If you call Encounter Church Home or if you'd like to partner with us to support the work that God is doing here, you can take advantage of our online giving option. Just go to EncounterGiving.com. Also, stay up to date with us throughout the week by following us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at EncounterPGH. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.